Welcome back to the Tim's Ten Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Atkinson, and we're in week 21 of the college bowling season. Lots of tournaments went down this week, and then a lot of things with the rankings happened, and this all leads up to these last two weeks, which all come at the Hoosier Classic. So, let's get into what happened, and like I always say, let's get right into it. We're going to start things off with the NCAA event. In first place, we had Lincoln Memorial University with a total score of 14,463, while Tusculum finished second with a total score of 13,904. University of Alabama Birmingham finished third with a total score of 13,678, while Mercyhurst finished fourth with a total score of 13,491. And Belmont Happy finishing with a total score of 11,553. There are a total of, of five teams in this event. So congratulations to LMU for winning this event. The next NCAA event was the Columbia 300 Saints Invite. You had McKendry University who won with a total score of 10,100, while University of Nebraska fell short with a total score of 9,707 to take second. Maryville University was your third-place finisher with a total score of 9,353, while Wisconsin Whitewater finished with a total score of 9,297, and then University of Central Missouri with fifth place and a total score of 8,861. So McKendry beating the returning national champions to try and take home the victory. So good job for them, and look forward to see where they will go in the future. Keeping things rolling, we got the CCIW Baker Tournament. And looking at this tournament, not a lot of star power, but Aurora University won with a total score of 7,392, while Marion University Wisconsin finished second with a total score of 7,225, and then Carthage College was your third-place finisher with a total score of 7,135. There was nine teams in this event, so congratulations to Aurora for doing well. The Another NCAA tournament that was kind of like eh was the Griffin-Baker Classic, and you get themed like a lot of Baker games going into this thing. But Adelphi University, who's really okay, got a total score of 8,896, while Wilmington University was only 25 pins behind to claim second. Caldwell College finished third with a total score of 8,670, while Molly College finished fourth with a total of 8,491. There were a total of nine colleges in this event. So congratulations to Adelphi for winning the Griffin-Baker Classic. The last NCAA tournament was the NEC number 2, and it was Mount St. Mary's University who won with a total score of 7,275. And these were team games, not Baker's team games, and they bowled seven of them, which is quite a challenge. But what's also challenging is Duquesne's University coming in second by two pins. That's coming down to the wire for these teams. And not to mention Sacred Heart, 
who finished third, was only 33 pins behind first. So really, really close up at the top. FDU came in fourth place with a total score of 7,031. And this was probably one of the biggest named teams in this event besides Duquesne's. You had Long Island, St. Francis University, Wagner College, and St. Francis College, New York, who were also there to have a field of eight. So congratulations to Mount St. Mary's for winning a very close tournament and for moving on and progressing through the season. This next NCAA tournament was the SWAC East Roundup, and you had Prairie View A&M taking home the win with a total score of 14,066. Then you had Alabama State University finishing second with a total score of 13,651. But not so far behind them was Southern University Baton Rouge with a total score of 13,635. There was a total of eight teams in this event total, but the main team that would be of name value was Prairie View A&M University, and rightly so, they won. Now, they bowled 14 team games, which is quite impressive. So, congratulations to Prairie View A&M for making sure that they won, and we look forward to seeing what they will bring in the postseason. The next tournament was the AMCC Roundup 2 with St. Vincent College winning with a total score of 7,162, while Medline College finished second with a total score of 6,835. University of Pittsburgh Bradford finished third with a total score of 6,588, and there were nine teams total in this tournament. Congratulations to St. Vincent College for winning this event. There wasn't a lot of name value in this event, but St. Vincent and Medline College are two really good teams and you would expect them to be towards the top and it showed so congratulations to St. Vincent for winning the AMCC roundup 2 getting into some conference action it was the WAC 4 and Indiana Institute of Technology won with a total score of 7157 but Lawrence Tech was right on their heels, only 45 pins away to claim second. Concordia University with a strong finish with a total score of 6,864 to claim third, while Aquinas College came fourth, and then Madonna University with a fifth-place finish. So not bad for Madonna in this powerhouse conference. You got Lords, who's always a good team in sixth, and then you have Siena Heights in seventh. There were 10 teams total in the men's varsity event, but congratulations to Indiana Institute of Technology. And they're really highly ranked Indiana Institute of Technology as well as Lawrence Tech. So it's not like this conference is a walk in the park by any stretch of the imagination. You can even see on the JV side, there are only six JV teams. The top four were all Lawrence Tech and Indiana Institute of Technology. For the JV, Lawrence Tech came in first, then it was Indiana Institute of Technology's JV1, then Indiana's JV2 came in third, and then Lawrence Tech's JV2 finished fourth. Aquinas College and Madonna also had JV teams 
that represented as well. But Lawrence Tech JV1 was far and away one of the better teams there. For the women, Madonna University won with a total score of 6,634, beating Lawrence Tech, who came in second, and Indiana Institute of Technology came in third. Lawrence University finished fourth, and Concordia University rounded out your top five for the women. There was also 10 women's teams at this event, so very balanced, a really, really good, solid tournament. For Lawrence Tech, they also won the JV women's portion with a total score of 6,186. That was 437 pins ahead of Madonna University's JV, and then Lawrence Tech JV2 was your third place finisher. So congratulations to all the winners at the WAC 4 and for doing well in this conference. Keeping the momentum rolling, we got the Crossroads League Bowling Conference Tournament, and Marion University, Indiana, won the men's portion with a total score of 7,832. Beating the field impressively, the next finisher was Huntington University with a total score of 7,471, while Spring Arbor came in third with a total score of 7,370. Bethel finished fourth, and Indiana Wesleyan University finished fifth. So congratulations to the Marion University Indiana for winning the varsity men's portion. They also won the junior varsity men's portion, beating out Spring Arbor, a 39-pin differential. So it was close, but Marion University was just a little bit better. For the varsity women's, Marion University Indiana won with a total score of 7,161, but Spring Arbor was 31 pins behind them. Then there was a drop-off to third with Huntington University, and then Iowa, Indiana, Wesleyan University finished with a total score of 5,696 to take fourth, and Bethel University, Indiana finished fifth. For the varsity, junior varsity women's portion, it was just Spring Arbor, and Spring Arbor JV1 beat Spring Arbor JV2 by a margin of 25 pins. So congratulations to all the winners of the Crossroads League Bowling Conference Tournament. And hopefully they can carry that momentum into the postseason. Next bowling tournament was the AHBA Conference Championship. Wright State University won with a total score of 8,077, while Adrian College finished second with a total score of 7,873. Bowling Green State University finished third with a total score of 7,497. Rochester finished fourth, only one pin behind Bowling Green, and Trine University rounded out your top five. There were a total of 12 teams in this event, so very competitive. Wright State, who's a club, is putting all these programs on notice. But watch out for trying. Even though they finished fifth, they're still a sneaky good team. For the JV men's portion, Wright State won with a total score of 7,094, but only 69 pins behind them was trying University JV1. And then Bowling Green State University finished third with a total score of 6,797. 
for the women, Trine University won with a total score of 7,200. See, they're really, really good. Wright State finished second, and Adrian College finished third. Out of this eight-team event, you had Trine, who won, and they're pretty good, and I would say one of the better teams in this conference, just for, with their consistency and always doing their best to keep moving forward. Even though they get knocked down sometimes, they still find a way to bounce back at each tournament. So I really commend Trine University for doing that. And for the JV women, it was only one Trine team, so they won. So congratulations to them, and congratulations to all the winners of the AHBA Conference Championship. Getting into some of these regular tournaments, it was the... The Turbo VHawk invite, and for the men, your winners were for Turbo University by one pin. They beat Wisconsin Oshkosh by one pin, seven thousand sixty-five to seven thousand sixty-four. In third, you had Lincoln College. Fourth, Wisconsin Stout. Fifth, Wisconsin Lacrosse. Sixth, Wisconsin Platteville. Then you had Brian Stratton College, Wisconsin, and Winona State was your eighth place finisher of this eighth person field. For JV, it was just Wisconsin Stout who was there, so they did pretty well. For the women, the Turbo beat Lincoln College 2009 to 1900, and there were no JV women's events. So, congratulations to the Turbo men for winning the men's portion and the Viterbo win for women winning the women's portion. In continuation with the last event, the SCC Invitational Institute of Technology won with a total score of 7,455, while Erie Community College finished second with a total score of 7,052. New Jersey Institute of Technology Finished with a total score of 7,049, which is only three pins behind second place. Cornell University finished fourth with a total score of 6,186. And Sunny Binghamton finished fifth with a total score of 6,017. So you can see that they're all the drop-off that went on from first to second and second and third who were kind of tied Together, there are only three pins separating them. So fourth, and then from fourth to fifth. And it even goes from fifth to sixth. There's just lots and lots of drop-offs. So these teams are definitely in tiers. For the JV men, Rochester Institute of Technology won with a total score of 6,547, while New Jersey Institute of Technology finished second with a total score of 6,133. The second Rochester JV team finished third with a total score of 5,726. Erie Community College finished fourth, and Sunny Binghamton finished fifth. For the women, Rochester Institute of Technology beat Westchester Community College and Herkimer County Community College with a total score of 6,429, while there are no women's events for JV. So congratulations to Rochester Institute of Technology for the clean sweep at the SCC Invitational. The next corner was the 
Boulevard Bowl Classic, Rochester Institute of Technology won with a total score of 7,236, while William Patterson finished second with a total score of 7,118. Erie Community College was a third-place finisher with a total score of 6,671, while Sun Binghamton finished fourth and Mohawk Valley Community College finished fifth. There were a total of 10 teams in this event, so congratulations to Rochester Institute of Technology for winning the varsity men's portion. For the JV portion for the men, William Patterson won with a total score of 6,797, while Rochester Institute of Technology JV1 finished second with a total score of 6,624. Erie Community College finished third, the second Rochester Institute of Technology JV2 finished fourth, and Sonny Binghamton finished fifth. For the women, it was just Rochester Institute of Technology versus Westchester Community College, and Westchester beat them by 1,500, and there were no JV women's, so congratulations to the winners of the Boulevard Bowl Classic. This next tournament was the West Coast Collegiate Team Championship 1. For the varsity men, it was California State University Fresno, who won with a total score of 6,653, while University of California Davis finished second with a total score of 6,209. Arizona Christian finished third with a total score of 6,095. And right behind them, only five pins away, was San Jose State University. There were seven teams in the varsity men's event. And for the JV men's event, it was only Cal Poly State who won with a total score of 5,251. For the varsity women, it was only San Jose State who was there with a total score of 4,947, and there were no JV women. So congratulations to all the winners of the West Coast Collegiate Team Championship 1. For the West Coast Collegiate Championship, San Jose State won the men's portion with a total score of 7,250, while Cal State University Fresno won with a total score of 7,186. Arizona Christian finished third with a total score of 6,915, while University of California Davis was oh so close, only nine pins away from third place. There are seven teams in the varsity men's portion, and then Cal Poly State was the only JV men's. Same as well for San Jose State University, they're the only women's team there. So congratulations to back-to-back wins for San Jose State as they took home gold at the West Coast Collegiate Team Championship 2. For the Seminole Classic Day 1, Weber International University won with a total score of 7,412, while Savannah College of Art and Design Savannah finished second with a total score of 7,093. Emmanuel College finished third with a total score of 7,069, so they were close to second. Spring Hill College in fourth, Florida State in fifth, Florida Gulf Coast in sixth, University of Southern Florida in seventh, University of Central Florida in eighth, and University of Alabama, Tuscaloosa in ninth for the 
for the men. For the JV men, Weber International JV1 finished first with a total score of 7,462, while their second JV team finished second with a total score of 6,509. Spring Hill College JV finished third, Florida State JV finished fourth, and Central Florida finished fifth. On the women's side, it was Scad Savannah, who won with a total score of 6,464, which beat Weber by 49 pins. Emmanuel College came in third, while St. Thomas University finished fourth, and University of Central Florida finished fifth. And there was only one JV team for the women, which was Weber International. For day two, Weber International men won with a total score of 7,091, while Emmanuel College finished second with a total score of 6,606. Spring Hill College finished third with a total score of 6,590, while Florida State finished fourth with a total score of 6,415. You also had University of Southern Florida in fifth, Florida Gulf Coast in sixth, Central Florida in seventh, and then Alabama in eighth. For the JV men, Weber again claimed the first two spots with their varsity, uh, their first JV team winning, and then your the second JV team finishing second. Spring Hill in third, Florida State in fourth, and Central Florida in fifth. For the women, Weber won with a total score of 6,552. No Scad Savannah in this bracket, but Emmanuel was second place, so there's still a good team in there. St. Thomas University in third, and Central Florida in fourth. And then the lone women's JV team of Weber won with a total score of 6,034. So congratulations to Weber for doing super, super well, and for all the other teams who competed in this event. Now it's time for the tournament of the week, and it was the Cohawk Invitational. We'll start things off with the men. It was St. Ambrose who won with a total score of 8,954. You had Mount Mercy in second with a total score of 8,533. Baker University finished third with a total score of 7,938, while Waldorf College finished fourth with a total score of 7,889, and then cutting off your top five was Iowa Central Community College with a total score of 7,801. So right off the bat, you can see the difference between first and fifth, and actually first and fourth and third. St. Ambrose was just away with it. Mount Mercy was the only one who was able to really try and keep up, but St. Ambrose blew them away in the Baker format. So it was lots and lots of good things on the varsity men's side. For the JV side, St. Ambrose JV won, won, finished with a total score of 8,546, while Mount Mercy University JV won, finished with a total score of 8,189. St. Ambrose JV2 finished with a total score of 7,486. So again, these two teams had a huge drop-off, but then... Mount Mercy, JV2 finished with a total score of 
four to fifty four. So both of them were closely linked. Then you had Baker in fifth, Iowa Western in sixth, Iowa Central in seventh, and Hawkeye Community College in eighth. So congratulations to St. Ambrose on a really, really important victory. This further solidifies them and going into the Hoosier, they'll have lots and lots of momentum so they can try and win it once again. But for the women, Baker won this event with a total score of 8,245. Then Mount Mercy came in second with a total score of 8,206, so only 39 pins behind. St. Ambrose finished third with a total score of 8,137. Calumet College of St. Joseph with a total score of 7,792. Culver Stockton College finishing fifth with a total score of 7,742. So lots of good colleges in the women's event. There were 17 teams in the varsity women's portion, but the JV women's portion, it was Mount Mercy who solidified the first two spots with JV1 finishing first and JV2 finishing second. And then your third place finisher, out of this eight-person field was Iowa Central Community College. So congratulations to both the winners of the men's and women's portion. And let's see how all of these results affect the rankings. Looking at the rankings, Wichita State and St. Ambrose stay first and second. But Weber moves up. They have used all 10 of their events. And they were in seventh, but now they're in third. Scad Savannah moves up one spot to claim fourth, while Indiana Institute of Technology is in fifth. They move down a spot. So does Tennessee Southern. They move down three spots, and McKentry moves down one spot. Calumet College of St. Joseph, Wisconsin-Whitewater, and Mount Mercy, as well as St. Francis, is your eight through 11. They did not change one bit. but William Patterson moved up two spots, while Pikeville and Lawrence Tech moved down two. Grand Canyon stayed the same, as well as Lindenwood and Newman. In 18th, you have St. Xavier, who stayed the same. Oklahoma Christian, who stayed the same. Midland, who didn't move a bit in the top 20. Wright State, even though they had a great week, they stay at 21st. Lincoln Memorial retains their 22nd spot. Concordia jumps up three spots to claim the top 25, and Muskegon and Kansas Wesleyan move down one spot each. In 26, you have University of the Cumberlands, who moved down a spot, while Marion, Wisconsin, William Penn, and Marion, Indiana stay the same. In 30th, you have Rochester Institute of Technology, who moved up 10 spots from 40th. Then Spring Arbor moves down to 31st. Cal State Fresno stays where it is at a comfortable 32, while Iowa Western Community College moves down two spots. Emanuel College doing great things. They move up 10 spots to claim 34th, while Ottawa University, Kansas moves down two to 35th. Aquinas College goes up two to 36, while Bowling Green State goes down three spots. Hasting also goes down two spots. New Jersey Institute of Technology 
in 39th goes up three spots, and University of Northwestern Ohio goes down three spots. Madonna, unfortunately, goes down six spots to be in 41st, while Rock Valley College goes down three. Baker, who had a good week, goes up seven spots to 43rd, while Judson University goes down one. Adrian College goes up nine spots to 45th, while Florida State, who's been doing really well this season, I'm impressed with what they've been able to accomplish, stay where they are. Davenport University goes down two spots. Arizona State goes down seven. Spring Arbor goes up six to 49th. And your 50th place finisher is Iowa Central Community College. Belmont Abbey is currently sitting in 72nd. They went down four spots, but if you're looking at big leapers, you have Viterbo, who was in 83rd, but they jumped in to the top 80, so they should be safe. Just above them is Trine in 69th, who's been having a good season. But let's look at some teams that are near the edge teetering. Above the line, you've got St. Vincent, who is the gatekeeper, but Wisconsin-Milwaukee in 81st is only 25, 15 uh, points behind them, and then Ohio State is only 16 points behind them. So it's really, really close, close to the line. Then you have Grand Valley in 78th, Wisconsin Lacrosse in 79th, 77th, uh, University of Nevada, Las Vegas in 75th. So lots of teams that could make some leaps and bounds like Siena Heights University, but that could all come to a head at the Hoosier. That's where the points get solidified and where things get found out and you get to see which team made the jump and which teams barely missed it. And you can best believe that I will be the one who covers it. But that's all we have for this episode of the Pin for Pin podcast. So I'll leave you all with this. The levels of success are good, better, best. So never let it rest till you're better than the best. See you all next week.